As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Britlinger Bros podcast. Along with my brother, I am Matt Britlinger. Ben, how are things going today? Things are going all right. Um, I am interested to see how many listens the podcast has. It's a reminder of uh, we should be updating that. Yeah, and I completely forgot about looking that up. Um, we've been right. kind of averaging like 12 a week, you know? So I'd, I'd say that's probably where we're at. Um, just 12 more than last time. And I don't remember what that was. Did we break? Did we break one? Did we break um, we're in the two hundreds now. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, maybe we were at two sixteen last week. Um, but yeah, uh, we're we're doing okay. That's about as good as I thought it was going to be for us not promoting this at all. But I, I've still yet to get like that email. Um, from some random person. Now, I did get an email, um, or I guess I should say we, we did get an email um, about, I don't know, joining other podcasters for something. It was, it was some, like, it was just kind of like some junk mail of like, hey, let's unite um all these podcasters together for some sort of reason. I don't know what it's for, uh, but I was like, all right, click. And um, then we did get one from uh, Becky again. Um, she did tell us that uh, Andy's brother in um, the office is Josh Groban. So that's good to know. So uh, let's, Let's dive into the, um, all right. So I, I do have this up now that it's, we've had 218 total downloads. So, uh, we've been not doing so hot. Uh, um, but whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, um, let's start with the Packers. Um, Willie Davis died. Um, he was a 
defensive end before our time. And before he was at the Packers or with the Packers, he played for the Browns and was an offensive lineman and a defensive end. Um, and then he came to the Packers and dominated to the point where he was on the 60s all-decade team. Um, so he passed away at 85. So uh, sorry, Willie. but uh, Or Willie's family, I guess. Not sorry, sorry to Willie. He's dead. Um, but uh, I, I do like learning about the old Packer days, uh, the glory days of the 60s. And that guy definitely was a beast. Um, he was one of those defensive linemen that he had. He was really, really quick. And back in those days, there weren't a lot of those guys, but he would be able to, um, in football, is it called the weak side? If the ball goes to your, like, say that you're lined up as like the left defensive end and the ball goes to the uh, right. Is that the weak side? I have no idea. All right. Well, we're going to call it the weak side, but uh, he was one of the, one of the first players that was able to make up that ground by going to the weak side because of how quick and elusive that, that he was. So um, there's your, there's your Willie Davis trivia. Anybody that knows anything okay. about Willie Davis is like, yeah, I already knew that. So. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hear that story. And that he passed away. Yeah. It was a couple days ago. Um, okay. But tonight, on Fox Sports 1, FS1, at 8 o'clock, they're replaying the um, Packers-Cowboys 2016 um, playoff game. And I, for one, am excited about that. You know who's not excited is my wife. Because we've really gotten into this show, Goliath, which is on Amazon Prime. We're in season two now. Um, and... You know, I, I like the show. It, it was It's a really good show, but she, as soon as we put the kids to bed, she's always like, Goliath, Goliath. And the last few days, uh, Fox Sports Detroit has been playing like old NBA Finals games from like 2004, 1989. Um, and I love watching that old stuff. And uh, I think 2004 was the last time that I was really, really into NBA basketball. Um, had a couple of our friends would come over, Freeborn, Lake, and Brent, um, and we'd watch those games and go and play dunk ball at halftime and stuff, and it was so much fun. Um, and so just to go back and kind of relive those days, that was that was fun. Um, but now Lauren has to deal with three hours of me watching a football game that we already watched, and I'm going to be excited about it. So. Um, are you going to try to watch it tonight? Yeah, I've been on the road for the last couple of days, so I want I, uh, I that would be fun to do, but I just don't I don't really know what I'm getting myself into when I go home, so uh, right. it all depends. Uh, who do that, but I know Finn is always looking for some sports thing. Uh, is anything is anything on? Last night I watched a good portion of the 1987 World Series Game Seven. Oh yeah, you told me about that. And the and the uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Fun to watch. I mean, just a, I just I was just excited to see Ozzy Smith hit a pop fly to center field and have Kirby Puckett catch it because I haven't thought of those two guys and I don't know how long. But oh yeah, yeah, 
to do all the flips and stuff and, I mean, Kirk. So it was just, it was, a, it was a fun game to watch. And you know what? Man, was the crowd loud. I mean, just on their feet from the first pitch. And uh, it was a, it was a really fun game to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, to me, watching those old games and everything, I, I do get a kick out of it, especially since it takes away the just horribleness of not knowing what the score is going to be. Um, I don't really know why I watch sports because it's it's painful to watch unless my team wins. So um, the game tonight's going to be great because that's the uh, the catch, which probably after that everybody's going to be like, uh, "Why did we get rid of that tight end? His name is eluding me right now." Jared Cook. It's like, why did we get rid of Jared Cook? I don't know why we did. Um, I would have loved to still have him on our team. We need a productive tight end. Um, but he, I remember where I was. Um, most of the time when I watch Packer games, we go to Auntie Mary's house and we were getting ready to leave because it's like, oh, well, this is over. And uh, I remember I was standing behind the couch, just like, okay, well, I got to see how this goes. And then that catch happened. I was like, oh, my God. And, uh, you know, if you remember, Mason Crosby had to kick that field goal twice. And the first one was just good, but they called a timeout. And the second one, when he kicked it, it looked like it was wide left. And then for some miracle, it just got pushed back in and just barely made it um, to to win the game. And uh, it'll be fun to, to relive that. When I say fun, fun for me, not for Lauren. She, she's not going to well, like as much. After saying all that, I, I need to find some way to watch it again. I don't, I don't remember all of that. No? No. Oh, yeah, that was great. That's probably one of the best games I've ever watched. And there was no person fumbling the ball that wasn't called, you know, freaking NFL and their greatest games. I'm never letting it go. Never letting it go. Packers Packer game. Yeah. No, I, I think that we're going to write that on your tombstone. Yeah. Um, I think just about every other episode or every third episode, I, uh, I, I make reference to the, uh, the catch part two, you know. The play that should never have happened to begin with. So, uh, so with that, um, let's try to keep this under an hour. COVID nineteen that's going on right now. Now I don't know if this is still a thing. Um, and it was probably a thing before we went to college, but there was always that freshman fifteen. It was called that once you you know, go to college your freshman year, you are going to gain 15 pounds because you're going to eat like crap and, you know, not be in a kind of a strict schedule that you were when you were in high school. And, you know, you saw a lot of that. Um, I don't remember myself going through the freshman 15 because at that time I was still at an age where no matter what I did, I could not gain any weight. Um, but this COVID-19, 
when it's all said and done, I might have gained 19 pounds. <laughs> when all this started, let's see, I was about like 220, 221. Um, I'm back to like close to 230. And that's not good. Okay. Um, before this all started, I was trying to get down to 215 pounds because at work they call um, the dump the plump challenge where you want to go from uh, basically the whole third marking period and try to lose 5% body fat or 5, 5% of your weight, not body fat. And so for me, that would be mean that I'd had to go down to 215 pounds. Well, I had two weeks left and I was at about 220. I was like, oh, I just have five more pounds to lose. I can do that. Um, and then this happened and then all that went out the window. I started eating at night again. Um, and that's basically it. You know, once the kids go to bed, I, I kind of got rid of like the snacks um, at night. Um, and now that's back and I can, I can feel it. I can feel my body just being like, yep, you have gained weight. Um, and that's always the worst. Like when you feel that you've gained a bunch of weight. Not that if you look at it, like, oh, I don't even feel any different. I feel different. Like it's tougher to get out of chairs and stuff. Like my knees are aching more for like the most remedial tasks because. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there too. I was trying to like 220. And uh, I, lowest I got after that was 205, which I wanted to be around that 200, 205 range. Yeah. And uh, now, now I'm back up to 215. I don't think I've really been doing anything different. Um, I just, I know I've been, you know, my routine has not changed. I'm still going into work every day. Uh, I'm not home more. Um, so I don't really have anything to contribute to except that I am eating more and drinking more. Stores are are like kind of booming right now because nobody goes to the bars. Yeah, and I never was one to really go to the bars. Um, I would just I would drink at home, but I find myself drinking more at home. So uh, I got to start um, trying to maybe cut that back again. So it's like I just it, it's not like I care what I weigh. It's just I don't want to be uncomfortable. And yeah, that, that's you know, me I'm, too. I'm up there. That's I'm just uncomfortable yeah i don't want to be running around playing with my kids and then all of a sudden just be like okay i gotta stop you know like i want to still be able to have like the energy to to run around with them play with them like yesterday even though it's cold and there's no since the last time that we've talked on this thing we've gotten two feet of snow up here um but i i did clear out my driveway and uh where jay and i are still able to play basketball and we play this game where it's like up to five where the first person to make five shots wins. And so he's close. He's six years old. So he's close to the basket. I'm as far back as I can be without going on the deck. And I'm shooting like rainbows. Um, because if I go and I beat a six year old, what am I really like saying? You know, um, I always like keep it close and everything, but, and he's gotten better. There's, I think yesterday it was, uh, we were tied two to two, and then he made his next three shots. Like, oh, so I'm gonna have to start trying a little bit harder now. Um, but if it gets to a point where I'm not able to do those type of things and just shooting around, that's nothing. But 
when he gets a little bit older and wants to start playing like one-on-one -on -one games or stuff like that, I, I want to still be able to do that, you know? Um, and like, that's, I, that, that to me is like kind of the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, my, you know, my knee is messed up, my ankle's messed up right now, but my, uh, son who's now 10, uh, got into running last year and, uh, I got into running, but, uh, I did a couple side K races with him because he was interested in it. We had, we had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. And, uh, it's, but also be something to keep me in shape and kind of keep me active. He likes that. So I like, you know, he's always asking me to go outside and play catch and things like that. And, um, you know, I feel bad enough kind of pushing it off because of just being busy and not having the time to do it. And I don't want to push it off because I physically do it. You know, that's, that's definitely not the place you want to go to. Right. Um, do you, uh, I just forgot the question I was going to ask. That's been my day today. You don't know how many, I was looking for a screwdriver because, um, my snare drum wasn't like being a snare, being more like a Tom. And I went and I found out that, you know, those little like springs underneath the snare, that wasn't attached to anything. And so I had to get, wow. I had to get some line or, or string and I had to, you know, kind of reconnect it back and everything. I passed by my screwdrivers three times before I went and grabbed one because I forgot what I was doing. And I haven't drank at all today. So. We're a little too young for that to be happening already. Yeah, it's. I think it's just me being in this house for ever. Um, Are you starting to go stir crazy? No, because like I guess now because we got a bunch of snow again. Like I was taking the four wheeler out, going on trails, um, you know, starting to cut up some wood, uh, just doing a bunch of different things, and now it's back to being, well, I can go snowshoeing. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, the brakes are almost out of front of my truck, so I've ordered some new brake pads. I'll put them on this weekend, and then I, um, you know, last weekend I got my fly rod all ready, but it was raining the whole time. Um, looks like we're gonna have a nice weekend this weekend, and there's a little trout stream next to my house, so okay, or uh, down the street to my house, so I'm, I'm gonna get out and do that. So it's just those things, getting a couple, couple things out, which one like that. that you know, I, I go to work and I go home and whether it's we're on quarantine or not. Um, so it's, uh, I'm not really going super crazy, but it would be nice to, to kind of go out and, and do that. Um, last weekend, we I just had the kids in the car and take a drive. And all we did was drive around and try to find turkeys and you know, the different country roads, that farm fields, and see if we could spot turkeys and things like that. Just with, yeah. In the yeah. house way too much. Nice. So let's move on to Steve Young. Um, <laughs> a few episodes ago, I talked about how Steve Young was overrated. Um, and so yeah. now, now we're just going to have like a list of people that we think are overrated. Um, do you did, know? Did you go back and look at any of his stats to see if anything he said was warranted? Yeah, and it is. Now he's had okay. some. He's had some good years, and I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. He is. But when 
you make a list of the all-time greatest quarterbacks, you cannot have a guy on the list that really played for eight years. He, yeah. pl- he played two years for Tampa Bay and was horrible. Okay? So that's the one thing. Bad on a bad team. You know, all-time greats I, should be good on a bad team. I don't remember being on Tampa Bay. Yeah, so he's on Tampa Bay for two years. This is after, like, he was in, like, the AFL or something like that. Um, and then he uh, he went to Tampa Bay. And after two years, he was traded because he was kind of considered a bust. And he was uh, Joe Montana's quarterback. Well, kind of towards the end of Joe Montana's career, he'd get hurt every now and then. So there was times where uh, Steve Young would go in and he'd play well. Why would he play well? Well, just look at what the 49ers had. They had an amazing team. You know, that's why they won all those Super Bowls. It wasn't just Joe Montana. Joe Montana was a really good quarterback. Yeah, I I would say he's one of the all-time greats. But you go and you put a good quarterback in that system too, where he had like, you know, five years or so to learn the system before really being the guy. Yeah. And what else happens when, you know, he's the person that comes in for like an injured Joe Montana or whatever, the other team's not scouting for him. Okay. So you get this Joe Montana, this quarterback with this good arm. And then all of a sudden you get, Steve Young, who first of all is left-handed, so that screws up timing a little bit, and football is all about timing um, at that level. He's also a good scrambler. He can run, okay? So the defense spent an entire week getting ready for this quarterback, and all of a sudden they have to deal with a different style of quarterback. So from 1992 to about 1999, that's when Steve Young was uh, the starter and won one Super Bowl and he won it when they had Deion Sanders. They didn't win it when they didn't have him. I, I, I guess that's just, that's my point. You go and you win a Super Bowl. Yeah, good. That's great. You know, um, and, and you had some good years, but are you an all time great quarterback? No. You were a great quarterback for a little bit of your time, but you're not a, you're not one of the all-time greats. So that's that's my spiel on that. Do you agree? I feel a little about having that opinion because I just don't. I mean, you just laid it all out for me, but I didn't really have any of the facts. I was like, all right, I don't like that guy because he was the 49ers. Basically what it was. And I didn't know enough of his stats and everything else to see when people would say, oh, he's an all-time great, Hall of Famer, all that kind of stuff. It's like, eh, whatever. So here's what you should do. You should go and you should just look up his stats, regular season and playoff, and his records there. You should not go on Wikipedia and read about him because the person that wrote about him in Wikipedia was the founding member of the Steve Young fan club. Like he got into like, it got into so much of like how great he was and everything. I'm like, Oh my God, like this is, I, I don't know. 
it, it just didn't it didn't sit right with me. So uh, so who's you said you had what five? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Well, technically, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Whoa! But um, but not really. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what that means, but we'll we'll, we'll go with it. Right. So, 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 what what do you okay. want to start so, off so with? How do, how do these how do these lists? Because these lists keep going, and you keep telling me that I'm stealing your thunder. So. Based on that, uh, who should go first? Right? Basically, I'll, I'll break it down like this. I've got, I've got seven line items. I don't know what you mean by line items. I've, I've got seven talking points. Oh, okay. Well, go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So, all right. You, I'll go first. All right. So the, the first on my list, which if we had any sort of audience, I we would be getting tons and tons of hate mail. But since we don't, um, it'll be it'll be quiet. Uh, is the Beatles besides George Harrison? Okay, uh, I almost put the Beatles uh, on my list too. Yeah, that uh, Ringo Starr. I've I've heard that he is just a real pompous jerk. Yeah, um, you know, I never I, nothing that he's ever done has impressed me. Um, Paul McCartney, I've always kind of found found annoying. Yeah, uh, kind of bothers me. And John Lennon, oh my God, that guy, I just think is way, way, way over. Okay. Your thoughts? Um, I would agree. I'd even put George Harrison in there too, because especially early on, there was a lot of songs that they recorded where George Harrison didn't do the lead guitar. They, That's true. They had somebody else do it. So, and I mean, back in, back in that time, there was a lot of that going on. Um, you know, you even hear about the Rolling Stones doing that too. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I, I would I would agree. I, I will I will say that I like out of all four of them solo solo career, I like George Harrison stuff by far the best. Okay, I do not like the. Uh, Dalai Lama song. That's a bad one. I don't I think know. I know what you're talking about. If it is, yeah, I would agree. But so, okay. are you saying what, like Ringo Starr was better, or George Harrison? Was no, better, no, no, Harrison, no. Or, 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 or do you agree that George Harrison solo? I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know if you're a big Wings fan or something. No, not a huge Wings fan. Um. <laughs> I, I I guess out of the four of them, I would say uh, John Lennon's solo I would I would like probably the most. Um, but I, I I get where you're at with thinking that John Lennon's overrated. I I understand that. So yeah, I should. <clears throat> I also think he's probably he's always come out with this jerk. Yeah. Um. All right. So my next ones, what do you want me to do here? I have actors, I have music, and I have another football player. All right, on my end, you broke up, so you just oh. go with what you want to go with. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll stick with my just my list in order. My next one is Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman is overrated. As um, a player, commentator. As a player, he's not a good commentator. 
nor does anybody think that he's I mean he's okay like I think actually he's better than what people say um I don't I mean I wouldn't put him up there as the all-time greats or even the greats or the goods but I don't he doesn't distract me from the game he doesn't when he's calling a game he doesn't bother me and that's really what the job is right yeah I have no problem there but as a player again won a couple of Super Bowls way to go you know how good his offensive line was? Yeah. You know how good, like, just how many weapons he had around him? And Emmett Smith, who I think's overrated anyways. Well, I guess I don't know if he's overrated. If someone were to tell me that Emmett Smith is better than Barry Sanders because he has the all-time rushing record, I would say, that is not a good reason. Barry Sanders is better than Emmett Smith, hands down. That doesn't mean yeah. that Emmett Smith isn't good, but it's you can't compare the two. So, yeah, well, I, I think I think Frank Gore might break that record one day because he's probably going to be a running back until he's fifty. Yeah, that's, does that mean he's a better running back than Emmett Smith? No, no, no. So Troy Aikman had an inc- like a beast of a line where he had basically all day to throw. He had a running game. So the defense couldn't, you know, just charge up and try to get them and everything. They had to, they had to play honest, and the Cowboys' defense was really good too. Like, you know, someone was telling, as I was kind of like researching all this, some people were saying that Aaron Rodgers was overrated, and uh, just saying like, you know, one Super Bowl and, uh, you know. He had a lot of great defenses over the last 10 years to bail him out. And after I read that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> this person has no idea what they're talking about because the Packers have had god-awful defenses since, like, 2012. And they just yeah, started to get a, a, a decent were, one last year. Were you reading Vikings.com? I must have been. I, I don't know. It was late at night. I was just kind of, like, going through different pages and stuff. And... um. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I, but, but yeah, it's, 
I don't know. Troy Aikman's valid. Now, again, is he a good quarterback? Of course. Of course he is. But I don't know. Is he a top 10 quarterback of all time? Not even close. No. It, no, should, it shouldn't no, be in anybody's no. list where he's a top 10 quarterback of all time. Yeah. So. What do you got next? So, my my next one is Fran Tarkington, just because I wanted to list the Viking uh, <laughs> quarterback. I don't really know a whole lot about Fran Tarkington. I think he lost a couple Super Bowls, and um, I think he lost four. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's a Viking, three or four Viking quarterback. So, you know, if you want, if you would rather be say Dante Culpepper or, or something else, but Dante Culpepper is not really seen as like this. So, like, what do you think about? Viking quarterback, he's probably Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so that's that's basically why I don't I don't know any of the stats. I don't know uh, really anything about those Viking teams. Just, just listing a Viking. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you just basically put them on there because he's a Viking. Yep. Okay. Exactly. All right. So are you going to have a bear and a lions player too? No, that's actually last. Um, that is that is my last uh, sports guy. Okay. Um, huh. Okay, so no Joey Harrington, huh? <laughs> He's not overrated. <laughs> All right, my next one is Nirvana. I am not surprised to say that, and I probably I was thinking about putting them on there too. Yeah. So the way that. You felt about the Beatles, and I agreed with. I feel about Nirvana, and you agree with. Here, here's the thing: Would they be as important as they are deemed now if Kurt Cobain would still be living? No, not at all. Um, just, I, I don't know. I understood, like you know, Nirvana came out like when we were in middle school. And I, yeah. I, I understand the draw. I get it. However, all the songs, you're, you're not breaking any ground here. You just have, you know, like, what's so special about Kurt Cobain? His guitar playing? No. Um, there's so many people that, just basically everybody that is in a band that's famous plays the guitar better than... Kurt Cobain. You know, there's not many people that's like, oh yeah, Kurt Cobain's really good at the guitar. He can play it, but isn't that great. His singing, most of the stuff that you hear, you can't even understand what he's saying. His songwriting, I don't know. It's, it's basically... A guy who's a heroin addict writing about how much he hates himself and hates life. And he obviously doesn't make good decisions because not only was he dating Courtney Love, he married her, had a kid with her. Like, what's great about Nirvana besides being an I, angry middle schooler? I don't know. I will say there's certain when a certain Nirvana song comes on, especially off of uh, I guess only off of the uh, the unplugged yeah. the unplugged album. There's a few, but it's like 
one of the songs that I like that they play is like a like a David Bowie cover or like a song they didn't even write. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, that album has has a David Bowie song. I think it has a couple Meat Puppet songs, and then yeah. a, a Lead Belly song. Um. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh. Those are my favorite songs too. <laughs> so so he's he, they're good at covering other songs. Uh. Yeah, I guess I guess I understand. I like them. I don't know why. And I, and you know, I, to myself, like, I don't know why I liked them in middle school. And, um, I don't know. Middle school, you don't really make the best decisions either. Yeah. If I'm going to get off on a quick tangent, why do we listen to kids like they have the answers? Kids don't know what they're talking about. They haven't lived life yet. They were like, okay, we're going to have this 15 or 14 or 16 or 18 year old kid. And talk about something. It's okay. I mean, obviously, don't just you can't just uh, muzzle everybody and not say like you're not allowed to talk. But right, why are we putting so much weight on what they have to say? They haven't lived. They don't know life is all about. They're kids. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I work with kids every day. Yeah, I I can I can understand where their mind is at at the time. And then just hopefully thinks like, well, you got some ways to go, but I think you'll get there. I mean, when we were that age, we were stupid. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't give myself a microphone to, or a platform when I was younger. Right. I, I shouldn't have them. I shouldn't. I wouldn't give myself one now. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, so that's my next one. What do you got? All right, my next one is Beyonce. 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 Okay. I don't understand why she's famous. I don't like her voice at all. I don't think. I mean, I, I guess she hits notes. Um, therefore, she's a good singer. But mm-hmm. um, so I, I understand that there's talent there in her voice. I like it. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not a fan of Beyonce or anything, but I, I'm, not, I don't like dislike her either. You know, I, I guess it's more of just like it's a, it's a nothing thing. Yeah, and if, if you know, if, if everybody wasn't so about all the adulation and how she's like the greatest, best ever, this, that, and the other thing, um, just people falling over themselves saying how great she is. Like Kanye yeah. West, wasn't there? Like, like, uh, like, okay, yeah, he's a singer. Yeah. I don't understand the obsession. Um, I don't know. I think when it comes down to is, uh, if she looked like Aretha Franklin, she wouldn't be famous. Yeah, you say that about a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, you know, Adele isn't, uh, you know, considered like a jaw-dropping beauty, but she's famous because she's talented. Yeah. I don't like saying that because 
my wife listens to Adele all the time, and it drives me nuts. But I listen to my morning jacket all the time, and it drives her nuts. So we kind of even that out. Um, yeah. I'll kind of get off on another tangent. I was watching the, uh, that that YouTube um, clips of the, like one of the guys in Wisconsin that does this show called the Manitowoc Minute. Right. And he's done some other stuff, too. Um, he's got one video where it's like Midwest guy goes to Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, there's a part in that. And it, it, I mean, it's, it's not hilarious or anything, but it is funny and entertaining. Uh, but there's one part in it that I just find so funny that I think I might be one of the only people to find it funny. There's, uh, there's like a, a song playing on the background. He's like, oh, jamming out to some Taylor Swift. And it was a Miley Cyrus song playing. <laughs> and I don't know why I found that so funny, but it just, it just cracked me up. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that, that's very true. <laughs> like, can you tell the difference between Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, or whatever? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people that can, but uh, you know, a guy wearing uh, a plaid hat and a flannel in Hollywood and acting like a Midwesterner, right. um, you know, he's not going to be able to. Right. Right. Nor should he. Okay. All right, Ben. My next one may come as a shock to you, but you might also think like, "Oh yeah, you're right." The Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. Yeah, I used to be a very, very big Red Hot Chili Pepper fan. To the point where when we went to college, I got everybody, well not everybody, but a lot of people on my dorm hall to become fans of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, and it, they're... Again, they're one of those bands that, yeah, they're they're talented and everything, but I just can't listen to them. You get a certain age and you're like, I'm an adult now. I, I have to put away my Red Hot Chili Pepper CDs. They're just, I can't do it. Yeah, no, that, that all makes sense. Yeah. Um, basically, basically I, I don't know how, how I'm trying to say this without using foul language or anything. Um, they have the maturity level of a sixth grader who's gotten like a, a skin mag, you know? <laughs> yeah, that kind of that makes sense. I would say that so far this podcast has been the one where I have had to stop myself from swearing the most. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm about to let something go, and it's like, all right, I get, I can't say that. I got to use a different word. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm not a big swear, so I don't know where this is coming from. But it's been hard not to swear on this podcast. Well, maybe we'll have one episode where it's just f bombs be flying. Yeah, you can do that. So, all right. Well, I have three more. All right, so I'll go, I'll go, I guess I'll go next. Um, I, I'm sure you'll agree with me on this one. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, Dwayne Wade is, is overrated in my opinion as well. Now, I will say when he was like a uh, rookie in the NBA and I saw him play for the first time, I was like, wow, this guy is fun to watch. 
And then as he got older and everything was just like, it's almost like James Harden is now copying his style where it's all about getting fouled and flailing. And it's just like, oh, this is so brutal to watch. And uh, especially since he's playing against the Pistons a lot in those times. Yeah. Uh, the playoffs, like, it's just, that is not a foul. What is going on? So that's really the only reason I put him on there. Okay. He's a nice enough guy. Yeah, we'll put James Harden on there too. I can't stand watching yep. him play basketball, so I don't. No, I don't me really. Either. Um, hit my next one is Prince. Ooh. Do yourself. I understand, a... but I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't listen to Prince songs. I don't like him. Uh, uh, yeah, his music is whatever. His music is his music, not my cup of tea. But. At like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he played with everybody and he just soloed out to uh, while my guitar gently weeps with like Tom Petty was up there and a bunch of other people. Yeah, he just stole the show. I mean, he was just flying. He, it, it was an amazing performance. Oh, it's super talented. That's not what this is yeah. about. He is really, really talented. But what you need to do is to go back. And like, listen to his first three albums. The ones that aren't hits are horrible, horrible <laughs> songs. They are really, really bad. And so, how can somebody that talented come up with music which is so horrible? That's that's my point. Also, I have "Diamonds and Pearls" on my phone just because of how hilarious that song is. <laughs> So, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is Ohio State University. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you like that one. You're just going after like things that, uh, that you don't like. Like that's why it's overrated because I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I know they win a lot and everything else, but uh, yeah, I, I think. Uh, the only reason I, I'm putting them on there is because I don't like Ohio State. And you don't like when they say the Ohio State University. No, no, definitely do not like that. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right, next on my list is Amy Poehler. Who? It's the chick from uh, uh, Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope. Oh. Yeah, no, you broke up. I didn't know. Yeah, no. Amy, Amy Poehler. I mean, I now I, I, I do really like that show, but yeah, I, her character. Oh, I, 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 I like the like. show too. It's an amazing show. However, it's like she yeah. wrote it because she's like, you know, in high school I was such a nice friend to everybody, and nobody, nobody respected me, and nobody appreciated how great I was for them. So I'm going to make a show where all these other people talk about how great I am all the time. That anytime that that part happens in the show, which is about two times every episode, it drives me absolutely insane. And yeah. the later episodes or the later seasons, rather, when there was less Ron Swanson, I'm like, the show sucks. The last season of Parks and Rec is horrible. Basically yeah. unwatchable. So. I wouldn't say unwatchable, but I it is unwatchable. 
much lower. <laughs> I'm stamping it down. Unwatchable. Right. So. All right. I will, I will say, um, when she was on Saturday Night Live and she did that, like, little kid, uh, she did those skits where she was like a little kid and Rachel Sands, like her stepdad, Rick, or something like that. I, I always I always found those pretty hilarious. Well, I'll have to look that up because I have no idea what you're talking about. So, all right, what, what else do you got? I, I think you're going to be mad at me for this next one. Okay. Billy Bob. Did you say Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah, yeah, I said Billy Bob Thornton. Okay. Why? Because I don't think he's a good actor. Okay. So I'm watching, like you told me to watch that show, Goliath. So I've watched the first two episodes. Yeah. And I don't know why I like that show, because I think the acting sucks. I think his acting sucks. I think the storyline is just really weak. You know, all of a sudden he's like, he's got this feeling about a case. There's been nothing shown to him to make him think that that case has any legs at all. We're, we're put in into the storyline for it. But on the other hand, it's like, I don't know why I find this lightly entertaining. I'm going to keep watching it. Dude, Dwight Yoakam's in it. I know. This hair is ridiculous. I know. I really, I, I really, I really like Dwight Yoakam uh, as the country later. yeah uh all right well I, I you make valid points and now that i look back on it it's like yeah i get it they got kind of like lazy with the writing um i think he could wanted to check the case because uh he thought that one chick was hot i mean yeah there you go Spoiler alert, was hot. <laughs> uh, all right, so the last yeah, one. Yeah, no, I, I, I haven't seen, you know, there's been other movies he's in that I haven't seen that, you know, apparently he gets awards for. But, you know, every time I see him in a movie, it's like, is, is he even trying to act right now? He's just kind of, kind of, I don't know. Have you seen him in the movie Bandits? Um... Him and Bruce Willis are bank robbers? Yeah, I've seen parts of that movie. Yeah, I thought he did pretty well in that one. I mean, that's that's kind of like out of his character. Like, you know, he's playing like Bad Santa in just about every movie except for Sling Blade, you know? Um, yeah. But I, I, I'll, I'll give it to you. I, I'll, I'll say there. All right. My last one is Adam Sandler. You've brought up like multiple movies of his throughout this podcast. Yeah, but he's the same character in every movie. Yeah. Every movie that he's in, he's basically the same guy. Maybe he talks a little bit different. Maybe he has a different backstory, but he's the same guy. And as much as I liked him in Happy Gilmore, um, just go, what's the one where he's like, the devil's son or something like that. Oh, little Nicky. Yeah. yeah go, go, wow. go watch that. And, and afterwards being like, Oh, <laughs> some fine acting right there. You know, um, I, I think he's made a lot of movies just because he knows he'll get paid. Yeah. 
see that. Um, um, I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that I should say his latest movie where he's like this sports gambler or something like that. Kevin Garnett, and that's in it too, I think. Yeah. Um, so I, I've heard a lot of bad reviews and how the movie is not good. But I've mm-hmm. also heard how he gives a really good acting performance in it. You wouldn't expect it. Huh. So I almost want to see it just to see, okay, is that the case or is this BS? All right. Well, you you went and one-upped me there. So, thanks. So, I'm, but, no, I, mean, I agree with you. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, do you have any other ones? Yeah, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get it. A lot of people. I, I, I don't. I don't understand why he, there's you know there's that cult following of his. I think, you know, much like if uh, Terrell Owens didn't catch that last pass, and Packers won the game. How you think the world would be a better place? Yeah, I think the world would be a better place if the song "Cheeseburger in Paradise" was never written. <laughs> yeah, that's a corny one. Um, yeah, I, I would say. Uh, is there is there a good Jimmy Buffett song out there that I'm just not aware of? No, no. He's a dude that likes to drink in Mexico and play his guitar and sing crappy sing-along songs. Yeah. So. Not a, not a fan. Overrated. All right. Um, so, are we moving on? We're moving on. And what are we moving on to? Uh, boxing? Yep. It's now time for the Ben Brooker Boxing Beats. All right, so. Earlier this week, ESPN let go of their head boxing writer, Dan Raphael. I don't even know if it's spelled Dan Raphael or Dan Raphael. I think it's Raphael. Um, so they got rid of him or didn't renew his contract, which there's probably, I mean, there's, there's some reasons why probably. He's, he's never really been uh, shy about what he, you know, he's not going to, the company line about writing. It's not like he's hard hitting or anything like that. Just yeah. constantly uh, spewing out articles that that are going to piss off people or anything like that. Okay. Um, but you know, ESPN has um, a, is a partnership with Top Rank, and Dan Raphael and Top Rank have kind of butted heads over certain things uh, throughout the years. So many are speculating that is why this has happened, um, which. Whatever, it, it, it is happening, it's done. But I will say one of the reasons that, uh, or one of the things that has really to stay into the boxing uh, happenings of what's going on, since I don't have cable, I didn't have HBO when boxing was on HBO all the time, was he had a Friday afternoon chat, an online chat, where he would answer pretty much everybody's questions. Um, you, everybody would write in with their question or comments or whatever else. And he would just give updates. You know, what's this fighter doing? What's that fighter doing? What did you think about this fight? What do you think about this fight coming up? Really a good way for me to follow, uh, kind of the current events of boxing. And, um, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, now in the last couple of years, they have, uh, stopped 
with that chat platform because there used to be a lot of writers at ESPN that would do that. They would hour long chat and if uh, you could log on and ask questions. I never did Friday afternoons. I submitted a question or anything, but they were always posted online. So uh, really events boxing. I really enjoyed it. I was kind of disappointed when they stopped doing it. Um, so I guess my only hope is, and I always did read his articles too, um, but my hope is in this is like where he goes next. If he could somehow bring the chat back, then um, well then I would have a lot more stuff to talk about yeah. on Defender. Because um, you know, it, it, I, I definitely am not as knowledgeable as I once was about the all the different um, uh, lower weight class divisions or even the up and comers and the heavyweight division. So right. um, I've just, I've always enjoyed his writings and uh, kind of sad to see him go. I have no idea where he's going to land next or even if you will. Okay. Well, have you um, ever heard of Dan Raphael? I have. Um, he's kind of overweight with the uh, goatee. Um, yeah, so, sorry, but I'm sure you'll find something else. Um, with that, when we started, like before I hit record and we started, it was like, we're going to make this short. Well, we're at 56 minutes right now. So, really? yeah. I thought this was like 20. No, we're almost an hour in. This is just how it happens. Um. So, All right. we're going to have to go to our sponsor, which is TV Guide. Does TV Guide still exist? There's, there's got to be a reason, right? Why it's TV Guide? Yeah. Well, it's a inside joke of ours. Hmm. Nothing? I didn't hear what you said. I said it's an inside joke of ours. It is? Yep. All right. Um, All right. So most of our inside uh, jokes are... Oh, hold on. Hold on. I, I, uh, man. Um, boy, that's like kind of bouncing around in my head right now. It's, it's, I, I know I need to know this. All right. So I should know this, but... While you're thinking about it, most of our inside jokes have to deal with one of three things. Married with Children, The Simpsons, or Saturday Night Live. This one has to do with Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live? Yep. There was a game show hosted by Steve Martin where he asked certain questions that the population thinks that every high school student should know. And the answers were not like, you know, the 16th president. Oh, that's Abe Lincoln. No, they're going to say like Kennedy or something. And so those were like the answers. It's like, what would, what would, you know, stupid high schoolers actually think the answers are? Oh, boy. I have not thought about that uh, skit. In, I only have seen that skit in probably 15 years. Yeah. And so uh, the, you know, he plugs in, it's like, uh, and you know, this show is brought to you by TV guide. 
the uh, number one selling magazine in in the U.S. or in the world or whatever. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, yeah, because back then everybody wanted a TV guide because they wanted to know what was on TV. Now, I, I'm trying to think of the times that I've been in a grocery store. Is there a TV guide? New. Right? Have you seen one? I, I don't think so. Right. There was, every once in a while, I'd go on to tvguide.com to see what was on TV. Yeah. Because I don't have cable, so I don't know um, what, yeah, I, I don't have cable. So I don't know what uh, What's on? Um, what is on TV. So, all right, Ben, we're, we got to cut this under an hour. So with that, um, all right. well, we can cut out some of that TV guide talk, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, but that's like 40 seconds. Um, again, questions, comments, concerns, email us at, at, uh, Brittlinger bros podcast at gmail.com. Um, next week, episode 14, maybe we'll have more than 216 listens. Uh, maybe we'll have less. Maybe people will go back and be like, no, I, I didn't really listen to this. Um, so, who knows? Well, the end. Have yourselves a good one, and we'll talk to you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.